Hey there and welcome back. You're listening to The DM with Audrey, Brienne, and Tyree. Last week we reviewed Netflix original AJ and the Queen and had a Q&A with Tracy Gigi Field, which you should definitely check out. And on this week's episode of The DM, we'll be reviewing the film Clueless and talking about how the trends are still popular today. So we are reviewing the film Clueless, the fashion classic film that, I mean, if you're listening to the DM, I feel like you have seen this film. It's just, it's such a cult classic. This stunning feature was directed by Amy Heckerling and the costume designer who is, we have to bow down to and just really give a lot of praise to, because this was a moment in American fashion, is Miss Mona May. A fun fact is Mona also did the costume design for Banana Split. It was a Netflix film that we reviewed in season one of The DM. Mona has also worked on films like Enchanted and Never Been Kissed. And she also did the Clueless TV series that aired, um, I think it was like three years that that aired. And then the makeup artist for this film is Alan Friedman. Alan's other films include A Night at the Roxbury, The Great Outdoors, The Brady Bunch movie. And then he also worked on Clueless, the TV show. This film was released July 19th, 1995, set in modern Los Angeles in the 90s. And basically, it centers around Cher Horwitz. She's 15 years old, and she's unlucky in love herself, but she's able to, like, play matchmaker to her friends. And... There's a twist that one of her friends, Ty, also likes the same person. It's someone who's really unexpected that Cher winds up really liking. And it becomes like this kind of tug of war of like hurting a friend over a guy or like the price that comes with like young, unrequited love. So that's kind of like the basis of Clueless. And it's loosely based off of Emma by Jane Austen. Yeah, so we're going to get into characterization, and Cher Horowitz is played by Alicia Silverstone. Cher is a 15-year-old. She lives in Beverly Hills. She illegally drives her Jeep. (laughs) Um, She's a really bad driver. And she drives her friends around. She only has a permit, and she doesn't have a license yet because she failed her driver's test. And she is, how can I say this? She Like, she botches her grades, basically. Yeah, she's good at persuasion. And so she talks her teachers into changing her grades yeah. to look better for her report card. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't get in trouble with her father. Yeah. She is also sweet. She's nice. She's popular. And starting with her costume, I think the most iconic costume that people know is the first scene where she's wearing that like yellow plaid outfit and she picks up Ty and like they're like Dion oh it's okay (laughs) I'm not Dion (laughs) she picks up Dion and they're like matching and um, so cute yeah like Dion is played by Stacey Dash Mm -hmm. and they are both named after public (laughs) figures that were formerly popular. She's Cher's best friend. She's a little bit more catty. And she has a boyfriend named Murray. And I guess the reason why I went from Cher to Dion is because Mm -hmm. they're in every scene together. So their outfits kind of 
either. They play off of it, each other really well. Yeah. And so Dion wears like leopard print. She wears like crop tops. They both wear crop tops. But would you say Dion's like a little bit, she's more sassy and risque than, than Cher is? Yes. Because Cher's kind of like the girl next door. Uh, well, that white dress when she was going on that yeah. date, I wouldn't say was the girl next door. <laughs> right. But yeah, Dion is definitely more sassier. She has an attitude in her outfits. Like mm-hmm. she wears hats, she wears hoops. They both wear like these knee-high stockings. Yeah. The next person we're going to talk about is Ty, who is played by Brittany Murphy, rest in peace. R.I.P. That's so sad. She's the new girl in town. She's a former stoner. She was different than the crowd of like Cher and Dion. Mm -hmm. And that was like their little project. Yeah. To basically make her a popular girl. So she was less confident. She has a brush with death at the (laughs) mall. Oh my God. She was like hanging over the banister. The brush with death. And she has a crush on Josh, who is actually, who is Josh? To share? Yeah. He's her ex-stepbrother. Yes. Yeah. And Josh is played by Paul Rudd, Mm -hmm. and he is in college. He's kind of a hippie. He is actually the reason Cher can drive, because he, like, sits in the car with her. Yes. And he works for their father sometimes. But I don't think he is his real father. No. That now is just kind of like a mentor. Right. Kind of. Yeah. And those are pretty much the characters of this fun little film. And it just, this, like, this, a few other things about the film, like, when it debuted, this didn't do very well. Like, I didn't see it. I remember, like, (laughs) it not doing well. Because I kind of remember hearing about it, and then it just went away. And that's the thing, is, like, this didn't become a cult classic until it became available, like, on VHS and, like, home entertainment. Like, that's where it, like, found its audience. So I just thought that was so interesting that, like, for how poignant this film is in like American film history and fashion that it took a, a minute for people to catch on to it. Also, I think Mona May, the costume designer, what she was saying is these kids weren't even like real actors. Like Alicia mm-hmm. Silverstone was in a music video. Like that yeah. was like her claim to fame before this. And her and Dion, I believe, had around like 50 looks, but she couldn't. Like, nowadays, you can, like, email a PR house and say, like, hey, can I get this look? They were really on, like, a budget, and she had to be creative. So it is kind of iconic that she came up with all of these looks without having the resources. Yeah, like, she was having to go to—I'm dating myself, but in the movie, they have a store called Contempo Casuals, um, (laughs) which was, like, if you guys don't know what Contempo Casuals was, that's, like, a wet seal, even though I know wet seal now no longer exists. But I I think most of us know wet seal. So it was like that. So she was—I just wanted to let people know, like, that's the caliber of— wardrobe that like Mona was working with. She wasn't working with like, oh, I'm going to pull from Versace and like all these high end places. Like she was working with like a real, you know, day to day blue collar kind of budget. Yeah. But there were some fashion pieces like everyone knows yeah. the moment with Alaya <laughs> and the guy told her to get on the ground and she's like, this is an Alaya. And a what? So, like, she did get some looks that were high-end. Also, this movie has a lot of quotable things. So, like, there's a couple terms that are 
like Betty is like mm-hmm. a hot girl. Yeah. And Baldwin is a hot male. When someone's bugging, <laughs> when someone it. gets worked up over something, <laughs> and then Monet, someone who is pretty only from afar but up close, is a big old mess. <laughs> this one, I didn't even, I watched this movie recently, but mm-hmm. then I didn't get it until they like really said it. Yeah. Um, a friend of Dorothy yeah. means that the person <laughs> is gay, and I didn't get that at first. I didn't get that when I was first watching the film because like we were I was a kid still so like I think the first time I saw this film I was maybe 12 yeah and I just it didn't really stick with me so like yeah a lot went over my head the first couple of times I saw this movie yeah but the fashion's amazing a bunch of accessories a bunch of things that we wear today and those extras that Mona had to dress, that's just crazy. Because, like, if you guys have seen the film, it's like, they filmed at Fairfax High School, actually, Ooh, fun fact. Yeah, yes. that was where they filmed the high school scenes. But you see all these kids. It looks like a real, like, high school scene. So I'm thinking of Mona, like, she had to dress all those extras. Right. And the cast. I mean, these are big scenes, like, big scenes where it's either campus or scenes, even when it's classroom scenes, it's still, like, 30 kids or something that you know, like are in a class. So she just, she had quite an undertaking to to do what she did. And also the cool thing is with that and dressing a bunch of characters is she stayed true to like high school. So there was like the jocks, there were the stoners, there are the popular girls yeah. and like all of that. So like she did have like categories to like base off of, but That's like dressing true. that magnitude of a cast, I guess is challenging. Yeah, no, she. I think she did a really brilliant job. And that kind of concludes what Clueless is all about. And today we're going to do something a little different with you guys. Tyree and I are going to talk about kind of like current trends yeah. and the weather and forecast of fashion. And then we're going to give each other a little Q&A at the end about like what we think of the current trend of the 90s, which is why we did the film Clueless. We figured that this kind of goes hand in hand with the film. The fact that that era of fashion is very much coming back. Also, you guys did kind of recommend this. You wanted a throwback film, either mm-hmm. Clueless or The Devil Wears Prada. So that's another reason why we did it. Trying to please y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so we'll get right into it. Like, this is the 90s are, are coming back. Like, do you see the resurgence? Like, coming? I, I do see the resurgence. Yeah. I definitely see... The 90s was a magical era. Even though I was a little younger, I Mm -hmm. still think of it as, like, a magical era. And I know that we have, like, things like Tommy Hilfiger. I think of, like, Aaliyah. Yeah. And then, like, Docs. Like, I had Docs. I had Doc Sandals. Like, I just think that that era was very authentic, I guess. Yeah. So that's what's coming back. But, like... People are trying to recreate it. And you see it, like, that's the thing. You said try. Like, you see the try in it. Like, you see people kind of, it's a little bit of a struggle sometimes. Um, But it's funny you named Tommy Hilfiger because that's one of the brands that I also kind of feel like is, is coming back. Like, it's like Tommy Hilfiger and, like, like you said, Doc Martens, even like Coach is coming back mm. with all the little C's all over it. Like, never would have thought that would bring <laughs> itself back around. But all these like kind of old school, they're still around, but their little old school brands are like getting all this. They're getting a nice little facelift with this nod to the 90s that's going on. 
And I just think longevity, especially with like high-end brands mm-hmm. with like Marc Jacobs, Versace, Gianni Versace created such a presence. And then like now it's still a yeah. presence with Donatella and yeah. like people love Versace. So it's kind of cool just to see it come back. Yeah. Well, like you said, the 90s was magical. Like, that's where the term, like, supermodel came alive. Right. And, like, like you said, Gianni was still around and, and you know, McQueen was still around. Like, no. just these lovely people that are no longer with us are, were still around and creating. And just, like, they had just come out of the 80s and the 90s was so different from the 80s right. that, like, it was really exciting. So I'm so glad that you mentioned that Donatella kept on that tradition that Gianni started in the 90s. yeah. Another thing, straight leg denim. I don't do this because, you know, I like my stuff like (laughs) fitted. But there's a lot of like oversized, there's like bright colors, Mm -hmm. like vests, sweater vests. And like, I don't know. What do you think? Like nowadays, I know that you have one of your favorite artists that kind of recreated Cher's look this year. Um, Mr. Harry Styles, (laughs) watermelon sugar, hi. (laughs) What do you think of the recreation of taking something so iconic? And now he's an icon, so. I think it's pretty spot on. I think it's, it's, it makes sense to me, like, that he's doing that. Like, because he has so many eyes on him, I think that that's one way to just really show that, like, you're in on what's happening and not only are you in that like you want to have some fun with it like he threw that like it's kind of crazy but he threw that loud boa over it but thinking about that boa Cher had boas on her outfits too so it's kind of like okay it was like a nod to her he's in the right era like for sure he's in the right era and and not just him you know I feel like Dua Lipa um, Mm. she does a lot of 90s stuff Billie Eilish is very very 90s like with her whole oversized like like, and I know that hers is Gucci, but like a lot of people would do it with like Tommy jeans, I yeah. think. Like people would wear those kind of sets. So you've got other like, you know, iconic musicians and and people who are popular that are like mimicking this this 90s trend going on. Yeah. And even with like supermodels like Naomi Campbell and Cindy Crawford, they wore like the high waist jeans with mm-hmm. the crop tops. You're seeing a lot of that now, like a lot of bare midriff. Um, A lot of, like, sheer overlay stuff. Yeah. Even, like, hairstyles, like, side ponies, scrunchies, headbands. Those banana clips are coming back. Dead. Like, (laughs) it is killing me, some of the things. But, yeah, the scrunchies are huge right now. Like, that's a big hair accessory. Yeah. So, do you want to get into this Q&A of our thoughts? Yeah. I'll go first with question number one. Uh, Tyree, why do you think the 90s have come back around during this time? Um, I believe that the 90s have come back around during this time is because the 90s were so iconic. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's so relevant to today. Like, yes, the 70s were iconic. The 60s were iconic. I don't really know if the 80s were iconic, but like... The 90s are an iconic era, Mm -hmm. and I think that was, like, the merge of, like, hip-hop stars, musicians, just, like, fashion-y people, the bright colors, and, like, people want to relive that. Yeah. 
It was kind of a, I don't want to call it a golden age, because I know we, there actually is a time in, in the past that actually is called the golden age. But um, it was a good time. Yeah. Like, the 90s was this fresh, I, th- I feel like people's memories of the 90s are like, we were doing well, I think, in the economy. Like, yeah. things were going pretty good, like, politically and, like, culturally for us. So it was just, it was a good time. And so I, I do see, like, you know, why why it's such a iconic time that is you we see it coming back not just like you know in in these public figures like we were talking about earlier but like in film it's coming back like i don't know about music I, i'm not really like well versed enough maybe in music to talk about it but i definitely see it coming back in film for sure like i don't know if you guys saw that film book smart but like that had a lot of like 90s kind of like trends going on in it and yeah. like yeah I, I i just i see it coming back quite a bit i also think it's the last memorable era before cell phones mm. or like the start of cell phones yeah. so like people can like kind of relate to mm-hmm. how they used to dress because you can see it so yeah. close to you i love that i didn't even think about that <laughs> Yeah, so one of my questions is, what's your favorite 90s trend? My favorite 90s trend was, you're going to laugh at me, but do you remember remember Puff Paint? Kind of. Like, it would be shirts that, like, would have, like, ponies or unicorns or something, and it would have Puff Paint on it. Like, Lisa Frank did it, and, like... I had one that said, can't touch this. That was MC Hammer, obviously. And I mean, that was, it it was a tie-dye puff paint top. And so like puff paint shirts were like my jam back in the day. That is so I am dating myself so Do I remember puff paint? Probably, because I was very crafty. Yeah. Like it was, it was kind of a big, if you saw it, you'd be like, oh, that's what it is. My favorite trend from the 90s was I used to dress so, like, I was the best dress, like, hands down. (laughs) But I used to wear, like, purple jean shorts with, like, a purple and green polo. So I would, like, try to match, like, have my little 90s sets. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, match my colored jeans to my shirt or, like... Were you that person that laid out your clothes the night before? How'd you do your clothing when you I didn't lay out my clothes the night before, but I know that I could go a long time without repeating the same outfit. Yeah. And not even not repeating, but I would mix stuff to make it look different than yeah. what it was before. I love that. I also miss like FUBU and Aniche, but I think that's oh, early wow. 2000s. Yeah, no, FUBU, I think you're spot on with the FUBU. Because I had though. my FUBU jerseys. Like, I was that <laughs> matchy kid. Yeah. That's, I'm envisioning you, the little purple shorts and the polo. I think that's so cute. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Um, so then we just talked about our favorite trend. What's your least favorite trend from the 90s that you see coming back? That you're like, oh, not again. I think my least favorite, and I don't even think this is 90s either, like Jinko jeans, like the big, extreme, like wide leg jeans. Mm-hmm. Um I think that the idea is cute. Like, maybe if you were, like, taller, like, there's a way to, like, style it. But, like, that was so bad. (laughs) That was really bad. Yeah. I think what's what's coming back, it's the shoe game for me. It is the shoe game. The platform. Okay, so envision a flip-flop shoe with a platform. (laughs) And it has all those 
gross C's from coach at the all, all around the platform. That is like my hell right there. That like <laughs> I remember it in the nineties and I didn't like it. And it's coming back now. Like it was cute on a Spice Girl. Yeah. Like Spice Girls did that perfectly. But the fact that these like huge chunky ass shoes are coming back, I'm just like, guys, we look ridiculous stomping around in these Lego looking shoes. Yeah. Like I'd say that's my least favorite. I can say that this is not a least favorite, but in the 90s, I used to wear, like, fanny packs. Oh, um, cute. Sometimes. Or, like, I would put it on my bike. Mm-hmm. I wish nowadays people would wear fanny packs and actually put stuff in them. Yeah, instead of it just being <laughs> a fashion set. Because yeah. now people wear them crossbody style, yeah. and it's just part I, of your look. Yeah. That's funny. So what do you think is next in fashion? That's a really hard question. Because, like, I don't know if we're... So the thing that I don't know, that's my answer is I don't know. But (laughs) what I don't know is, like, are we going to go straight into the early 2000s now? Like, because we're in the 90s, we're revisiting that in fashion. Is it just going to naturally go into the 2000s? Or are we going to go back to where we were in 2021? We're like, right now what's happening is a lot of, like... I won't use the athleisure is what I was going to say, but that term is so overused. So I will say casual, um, at-home comfort type clothing. That's like what's happening, I believe, in this current culture, 2021. Like when you see the runway, it's just like, it looks like these really great, elaborate pajamas or like sweat sets and like it's it just kind of feels uh sort of familial and cozy it's not not a lot of designers are doing avant-garde stuff right now right so yeah that that's just my i don't know thing is like i don't know if we're gonna skip to the 2000s early 2000s or if we're gonna get back on track and get to 20 you know 22 with some visionary stuff what do you think um, that I hope is that a, made sense. Yeah, it does because it's a loaded question. Yeah, I think. What do I think next in fashion? I mean, I feel like there's definitely categories to fashion. I believe people going out, like we haven't been out in forever, so mm-hmm. I, I think there's going to be like a resurgence of like glam and like yeah. sequence and just throwing everything on. But also, you think this year you see that happening? Probably by the fall okay. or, like, next spring. Mm-hmm. Once people get comfortable, like, going out again, yeah. I feel like we took a year off of, like, not wearing things. So yeah. people are going to be like, I have to get into this sequin dress or I have <laughs> yeah. to wear this, like, We all have thing. so much clothing that we, we aren't using. Yeah. And then, like, as far as casual, I'm a little on the fence because, like, I think fashion used to be something so different. Mm -hmm. And now it's about like creating a product and then everyone creating that same product and who's going to sell it the fastest. So that is a little challenging for me on like the lifestyle because I think like, just like you said, it's like casual, comforting, like just like pieces that you can throw on but still be comfortable, but who's going to do it the best basically. Pretty much. And I hope that we don't lose, like, do you feel like fashion's fun right now? Like this, what's happening? <laughs> for me, it's not. And okay. I, I, I'm That's really battling honest. with that because yeah. um, 
fashion is my life. Fashion is something I love. But it's hard to see these like up and coming artists and their work just being stolen. Like, say, for example, the Telfar bag. Yeah. Guess made the oh, Telfar bag. Yeah. So these up and coming artists are the creators that are pushing the fashion industry forward. Yeah. And then people with money are taking their ideas and then creating it faster. So yeah. like, that's the disconnect for me. And also like hiring. I know this. Oh, girl. Maybe I no, shouldn't say this. No, you give me this. I'm sitting here nodding. I am nodding. <laughs> but also hiring, I think, I may have talked about this in season one, but it's a difference between putting clothes on a black model Mm -hmm. and having a black executive Mm -hmm. or having a black creative director. Yeah. So I think that's a disconnect too. It's like, yeah, I can have like an Asian model, but is an Asian person in the boardroom? So that is my disconnect right now with fashion, I think. I think people though, that's a current discussion that's happening in fashion for what is going to happen next. Like that's what people are now wanting some accountability is like, okay, we had a a year at home (laughs) and and we were saying that we cared about these lives and that we were going to do better. Are you doing better? Because now that like people are coming back to work, let's open up those jobs <laughs> and let's see some different faces in there and different colors. So, yeah, yeah, I definitely think that it's a current event. But that's the beauty of the fashion industry is that we are the people that decide what color you're wearing, what cuts you're wearing, what are the trends. So I think that's the love and excitement for fashion. Yeah, I was just, the reason I asked, like, do you still find it fun is because I hope we don't lose that. Like, I don't want to see fashion go any more dull than it is because I get what you're saying right now. There's, It's not super exciting. And so I don't want to see it get less than that because that'd be really sad. So I just, I hope that like we stay visionary. There's a lot of creative directors shifting around right now that had different houses. So like, I think there's the rumblings of something new and fresh to like come. Also, lastly, a t-shirt should not cost more than $350. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. I live live in Los Angeles. I know where downtown is. I love it. (laughs) And with that, we are wrapping up our episode of The DM where we reviewed the film Clueless and we talked about the trends and how they are relevant today. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of The DM with Audrey Brienne and Tyree, where we reviewed the film Clueless and talked 90s trends. You'll find links to the Clueless homepage and streaming services in the description box below. A special thank you to Nearby Sound for our theme song. If you enjoyed the show, please introduce your friends to our work, rate, review, and subscribe and tell their friends, tell their friends, tell their friends, tell their friends. Follow us on thedm.net or on Instagram at at Audrey Brienne and at Tyree Style. The DM is produced by Joe Passarelli, Audrey Brienne, and Tyree.